I have one thing to say to you. Kiss my fat ass. Hello, my fellow mourners of diet culture. It is I, Emily Lubin. I'm the Grim Reaper and the host of this show. Welcome to R.I.P. Diets. Guys, I know this episode was a little late. It usually goes up at midnight, and today it's going up at about 6 p.m., but please forgive me, you guys. I had a very busy weekend, and I just kept putting off recording this show. It's been uh, it's been really hard for me to get my work done. I've been open with you guys about my ADHD, and I need to know if seasonal ADHD is a thing because I always feel it way more in the spring and summer than I do in the fall and winter, maybe because there's fewer distractions in the winter and I turn into a hibernating bear. That that could be it, but I'm happy with you guys for sticking with me and just listening to the show when the show comes out. But that actually brings me to a very important announcement, okay? There are only five episodes left in this season of R.I.P. Diets. After that, I will be taking a short hiatus to collect my thoughts and plan a great next season for you all. So now is the perfect time to join the party on Patreon. At patreon.com slash RIP diets, you can join me for only $6.99 per month, and you'll get access to weekly RIP diets content during the seasonal break. Becoming a patron is a great way to support the show, and you'll get even more content than you get just by listening to the podcast, including bonus episodes, face-to-face videos, day-long vlogs, and overall a closer, more intimate look at my recovery and my life as a body-neutral woman in her 30s living a goddamn fabulous life, free from diet culture. So if that sounds fun to you, again, go to patreon.com slash RIP diets. I hope to see you all there. Moving on, I wanted to give you guys a little rundown of this past weekend that I had because it made me think a lot about gentle nutrition. And if you need a little uh, recap, a little refresher course on gentle nutrition, you can go back to, I believe it was episode 10 of season one of this podcast. When I talked about gentle nutrition, it's one of the 10 principles of intuitive eating. It's actually the last principle of intuitive eating for a good reason. So let me just remind you all what gentle nutrition is. Gentle nutrition is a term that is used in intuitive eating. Again, it's the last principle, Um, but it's also used as an extension of food freedom and a lot of body neutral influencers that you follow might have mentioned gentle nutrition at some point. And gentle nutrition is keeping in mind everything that you are craving and definitely still eating for satisfaction and for pleasure, but also keeping in mind being gentle on your body and keeping in mind health benefits of the food that you are eating. So let me give you an example so you can understand. And by the way, 
this being the last principle, it's definitely something that you do not even need to pay attention to at all if you're in the early stages of your intuitive eating practice. Gentle nutrition should come much later. After you've gotten accustomed to your natural hunger and satiety cues and after you feel really strong and really firm in your intuitive eating practice, which is where I would like to believe I am most days at least. So this past weekend, and that was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I was on a steady roll of what past me, diet culture vulture me, would have referred to as junk food. And I don't like the term junk food. I don't use it or I try not to because it implies that, you know, some food is good food and other food belongs in the trash. And I don't personally believe that. I believe you can have a very well-rounded diet of what we think of as junk food and healthy food and everything in between. I actually don't believe that Food should be labeled, as you well know if you listen to this podcast. But just to give you an idea of what I mean by junk food, I was eating, you know, pizza, chicken wings, nachos, pub food, uh, spinach artichoke dip, drinking lots of beer, drinking some margaritas, chocolate chip pancakes, a lot of ice cream. Okay, you guys know how much I love ice cream and when the weather starts to heat up, I just I just have no excuse to not eat it. I just need ice cream every day. Maybe not every day, but almost every day. And that's pretty much all I was eating. And I noticed that while spending a few days really just letting myself eat whatever, and when I say letting myself, you know, it, it wasn't like there wasn't a thought process behind it. I just, I went to my nephew's birthday party and then I went to visit a friend. We went out to dinner, went out, out drinking. Um, you know, there were just a lot of events that only allowed me to have access to certain foods and that was totally fine. I definitely enjoyed those chicken wings. I will tell you that. I noticed that emotionally, I felt completely normal. I felt fine. It definitely wasn't at all like how I felt in the past when I was younger and when I was steeped in diet culture, when I would eat, quote, badly for a day. And then at the end of it, I would feel fucking awful. And the next day I would be trying to restrict my eating. It wasn't like that at all. And I didn't feel in the moment like I was hurting emotionally from eating this way at all. However, physically, by the end of the weekend, I did feel it. And some of you might be familiar with this feeling just after you eat for a few days, you're eating fried foods and sugary foods and and whatnot. Not foods that I think you should avoid or that I think are bad. I want to be very clear about that, but just not nutritionally dense foods. Pub food, I guess, is a good way to describe it. Or vacation food, maybe, although I think you can also eat whatever the fuck you want on vacation. But physically, at the end of it, I just felt dead. I felt like I had not that much energy. I felt like I needed vegetables. And when I got home, I had some roasted broccoli with chicken for dinner. And this was kind of like the end of my weekend, the close of my weekend, I must have eaten my weight in broccoli. And just to break this down for you, I don't 
love broccoli. Okay. If it's prepared in the right way, I do love it. Okay. This roasted broccoli was the bomb.com. But you know, I'm definitely not the person that is just sitting there and can have a bowl of raw vegetables for dinner or like that just needs fucking broccoli or needs to order the Brussels sprouts at the restaurant. That's just not really my bag. But at the end of the weekend, I just felt like I needed green stuff. I needed it. And that is because I am very in tune with what I need. And after not having vegetables for three days in a row, I just felt like I needed it. And that to me was affirmation that gentle nutrition, but also intuitive eating as a whole is the way to go. Because a lot of people think if they allow themselves to eat, quote, junk food, then that's all they're ever going to want to eat. And they're never going to eat a vegetable again. They're never going to eat a salad again. They're just, their health is going to completely deteriorate. And it is so far from the truth. It is just simply not true. That is evidenced, to me at least, Every single time I have a few days where I'm not paying attention or I'm on vacation or I'm at, you know, get togethers, parties, just enjoying my life and just out at outdoor pubs, enjoying some chicken wings, you know, and not thinking about it. By the end of it, I do swing back to wanting to eat more simple whole vegetables or, you know, simple proteins or, you know, what my body has been lacking for the past few days. And that is entirely based on my body's internal cues. So I just wanted to share that with you guys because I completely understand the fear that if you let yourself go, quote unquote, I feel like I say quote unquote after so many fucking things because I don't want to be called out on this podcast for saying the wrong thing. But if you allow yourself to eat whatever you want, I understand the fear that you will just only eat quote junk food and you will never eat anything nutritionally valuable again. But my experience has been the opposite. My experience has been I actually crave these nutritionally dense foods when I haven't had them for a little while. And it reminds me how important they are. And it reminds me how much I like them and how much my body gains from them and how much energy they give me and how good they make me feel. So I wanted to share that with you just to give you guys a little reassurance and give you an extra push to really keep working through the principles of intuitive eating because it is so worth it when you feel like you are actually fueling your body, but you don't even need to think about it. You just do it naturally because that's what we're made to do as human beings. We're made to survive and thrive and give ourselves the foods that we need to do so. Moving on, I wanted to answer a listener question. And speaking of Patreon, this was based on a video that I uploaded to Patreon last week. And um, I was talking about my lifelong insecurities, whether they be body insecurities or face insecurities or uh, a foot insecurity, that was one of them, and kind of how I got over them and how I learned to appreciate these things about myself that I once saw as strange or not desirable. And this person wrote to me at my email address, which is rip diets at gmail.com. 
feel free to write to me at any time for advice and I would read it on the show or just to share your story. I just love connecting with all of you so much. So again, that's ripdiets at gmail.com. Hey, Emily, I just watched your video on Patreon about your lifelong insecurities, and it really made me think about my insecurities and how I let them control my day-to-day mood. I too get stuck in the comparison game. I went to a baby shower of all things this weekend, and when looking back at photos that were taken at the baby shower, I felt like I looked like a huge oaf next to all the other women. I also noticed that most of the women would do the skinny arm pose in photos, and I just let my arm hang down, and my arms bother me so much in the photos. That made me think that maybe the other women are insecure about their arms too, which would explain why they all do the skinny arm in every photo. I don't know if that makes sense, but just wanted to get your thoughts on it and tell you I love RIP diets and I hope you keep making relatable content for me to consume nonstop. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for writing me and thank you for this question, uh, anecdote, whatever you want to call it. Everything you wrote totally makes sense to me. And first of all, you are not the only one who feels that way looking back at photos. I always used to compare myself so harshly to other people in photos. And I'm very familiar with the skinny arm pose. I was in a sorority in college, so best believe I'm well acquainted with this pose. For anyone who doesn't know this pose, it's just when you put your hand on your hip and you kind of push out your arm. The intent is to make your arm look skinnier. So you're kind of contorting it so that your arm looks skinnier. And my hot take on this pose is I don't believe in the skinny arm pose. I think everyone should stop doing it. I don't think it's a good look, especially in group photos, with multiple skinny arms because I think you just end up looking like a pile of limbs. I find it very strange. I think be proud of your arms. Let them rest at your side. Let them exist without trying to contort their shape. I just think it's really transparent. I know why people do it. I definitely used to do it. I'm definitely going to get DMs with screenshots of old photos or maybe not so old photos of me doing it. Sometimes you just do it. It just happens. It's kind of like, it's also a formal wear pose. When I was growing up, my mom worked in an evening gown store and she always told people to pose like that. It just, it makes the dress look good and it makes your body look quote good. And, um, and yeah, I get why people do it, but I kind of think we should retire this pose. And just in general, lady, don't let other people's insecurities or the way other people are posing or even just the way other people look in photos influence the way that you feel about yourself. Photos can lie. That's the fact of it. Photos can lie. I think we could look at a photo and say, oh my God. Like I I used to look at photos and be like, oh, I'm the biggest person in this photo, which sometimes was true. Sometimes it was not. Sometimes it depended on the camera angle. If I was closer to the camera than other people and I would freak out, you know, I didn't even really care what the reason was. I just would internalize that and think, oh, other people are going to be looking at this photo and they're going to think I don't belong in this group. I think that's what it always comes down to is when you compare yourself to other people in the photo, you think, oh, 
I'm the worst looking one in the group. I don't belong in this group. And that's what we all want. When it all comes down to it, we all want love, acceptance, belonging, just to feel like we're a part of something. And I think seeing yourself look bigger than other people in a photo makes you feel out of place. That's my best guess for what's going on. And all I can say is that it's just a photo. You can erase it off your phone. You cannot look at it anymore if you don't like it. Or you can make it the wallpaper on your phone. You can make it your lock screen. You could look at the photo more to get more comfortable with yourself. I'm fine either way. Like I think either way is effective. It just depends on what is good for you. For me, I just don't look at the photo because a photo is not who I am. And how I look in a photograph really holds no bearing on who I am as a person It's not that deep and do what you can to rid yourself of that photo from your mind and from your feed and whatever it may be. That's pretty much all I can say. And in terms of gaining more confidence with your arms, I mean, I know a lot of women are self-conscious about our arms. You know, summer's coming up and wearing sleeveless tops. I'm self-conscious about my arms. I totally am because... As I said in this Patreon video, you know, I have a more athletic build and my arms are just bigger than a lot of my friends. And that's not me saying my arms are big. I know that they're not big. And I know that there are a lot of women who have bigger arms than I do. There are a lot of women that have smaller arms than I do. At the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter what other people have because there's always going to be somebody different than you and you're always going to perceive some people as being better or worse or looking better or looking worse and that's not going to do much for you you need to go within and figure out a way that you can be happy and content with yourself without comparing yourself to other people and I know it's hard definitely try to follow more people on social media who are your size or bigger than you That's something that's definitely helped me. It puts things in perspective because when you only spend time with one social group and let's say that group happens to have a lot of women who are half your size, let's just say, your reality then becomes, oh, everyone is smaller than me. And that's just not true. Everyone is not smaller than you. Body diversity is a constant. Body diversity is a goddamn beautiful thing and so you should embrace that and embrace creators and people on social media and um, podcasters hello who are either the same size or bigger I would I mean I would say both and really just normalize that and Try to normalize the fact that your body is completely natural and normal and gorgeous and flawless And that's it, you guys. This is a short episode today. Again, after this episode, there's only going to be four more episodes of season two. Then I'm going to take a short hiatus, going to come back even stronger for season three, going to have some great guests for you guys, great topics, great thoughts and musings about the eradication of diet culture and I'm just so excited and I I love building this community. I say it every fucking time, but you guys light up my life. 
Follow me on social media at Lubination. That's L-U-B-I-N-A-T-I-O-N. And you can also follow the Instagram page for RIP Diets, which is at RIP Diets. Check me out there. Check out the Patreon. See if there's anything that you can glean from my very invasive blogs. I mean, I'm on there no makeup, completely au naturel in my sweatsuits. And I'm just showing you guys the real me. So I hope that that's something that interests you guys. Peace, love, RIP diets. I will see you all next week. Mwah. Mm-hmm.